Welcome to Bolletus for Lovers. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bowes. In this episode, we are on the case with Detective Vidya Balan. First up, Balan plays a feisty young detective trying to make a name for herself in 2014's romantic comedy, Bobby Jesus. Then, Balan finds herself at a secluded Scottish manor for the birthday party of a controversial millionaire who mysteriously dies in 2023's Niat. Before we begin, we'd like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people. So this is a bit of a follow-up to our last episode, Matt. In our last episode, our annual Noir November episode, we discussed Kahani, mm-hmm. uh, a favorite of ours, and I would say pretty much everyone I know out there who watches Bollywood movies. I don't know of anyone who dislikes Kahani. No. And it's partly because Vidya Balan, who's the star of Kahani, is incredibly good. Like, she just sells that movie. She's always uh, good. Though. She's always good, yes. I'm going to look up, uh, you, you keep talking, I'm going to look up her filmography. Yeah. So, you know, we we didn't quite want to leave the world of Vidya Balan mysteries behind. We thought, what better way to follow up our discussion of Kahani with a discussion of two other crime films uh, in which Vidya Balan plays detective. And luckily, there are two such films available, mm-hmm. 2014's Bobby Jesus and 2023's Niat. Mm-hmm. And I would say all three of these... Uh, showcase different sides of Vidya Balan as an actress, different sides of her talent. And there are also three vast, like very different films in kind of the mystery and detective tradition. Mm-hmm. I guess Bobby Jesus is probably closer to like... It's a PI film. Tintin it's a comedy. Yeah, it's an adventure. The lighter parts of Veronica Mars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kahani is... Hard-boiled. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's good enough that it kind of just transcends any label because mm-hmm. it has a few different sorts of elements going on. But it's on. more of that grittier, kind of hard boiled aesthetic. But it's also sort of yeah. an espionage movie. Yeah, it's uh, also yeah. very comedic. That's true. Sort of an espionage film as well. It has a lot going on. Yeah. Probably one of the reasons we like it is that yeah. you can't really pin it down. And Niat is like an Agatha Christie mystery. Yeah, it's a, you know basically locked room mm-hmm. a bunch of people in a drawing room yeah uh very similar to uh gumnam mm-hmm. um yeah it's mm-hmm. yeah old manor house someone dies it's it's clue mm-hmm. yeah now you're pulling up video balance filmography mm-hmm. um but i kind of made the observation while we were watching bobby jesus more than any other actress working in hindi language cinema i feel like video balan has like she's the star there are films built around her around her talent she's almost always playing the lead yeah we were thinking the closest uh like i wouldn't say that she's the biggest box office earner but probably yeah no yeah but she consistently has two or three movies out a year where she's the main character the only one we could think of that was close to this was uh randy mukherjee yeah, and right, they both yeah. have very powerful husbands. This is true, yeah. So that probably would help a bit in getting your projects together, right? Yeah, we're not seeing Randy Mukherjee play like the girlfriend or the wife or kind of a supporting character these days either. Mm-hmm. But she's she's not working as much as Vidya Balan. Yeah. Whereas it feels like, yeah, like Vidya Balan has like two or three movies out a year mm-hmm. where she's the, the star and the central performer. But she's like, the lead character. She is, I would say, like Bollywood's leading actress yeah well Shex gets to act yeah um like Deepika Padacone we just saw the trailer for Fighter mm-hmm. she looks great fighter pilot no she flies a chopper I don't know why choppers are for girls <laughs> but I guess they are um but like Pathan she's kind of the love interest she has some stuff to do in that one mm-hmm. but like she's usually the hot girlfriend or hot enemy agent or hot helicopter person mm-hmm um, which gets you lots of box office because you're in movies with um, Shah Rukh Khan yeah. or uh, Rithik Roshan. But they're not all pikus, right? Whereas yeah. Vidya Balan, you know, like over the past few years, um, you know, Jalsa. Well, I'm going to say some names. I'm going to say some names Shirni. right now. I'm going to say Niat. Yeah. Jalsa. Yeah. Shirni, Shakatala Devi, 
Uh, Mission Mongo, which is more of an ensemble piece. That is, okay, there she has more of a supporting role. Yeah. Uh, there's a few here I don't know, but Tumhari Sulu, you Tumhari saw Sulu. that one. Yeah, she's the lead in that. Uh, Begum John, she's a Yeah, um, she's gangster. the lead in that. Kahani 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that teen, she's not the main character. No. But an important character. That, I, But again, that's a... I would say, like, that's a that's a very ensemble... Yeah. I mean, I guess Amita Bachan is the lead, but yeah. Yeah. Bobby Jasus. Yeah. A couple others I don't know. Shadiki Side Effects. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kachar. Shadiki Side Effects is with uh, Farron Akhtar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks like she's in... Ek Albella, which is uh, kind of a cinema biopic, mm-hmm. um, but Kahani, the dirty picture. Yeah. No one killed Jessica. Her and mm-hmm. Randy Mukherjee, mm-hmm. basically Ishkia. Yeah. Pa seems like kind of a girlfriend role. Mm-hmm. Uh, Om Shanti Om. I don't understand why she must have <laughs> just been at that big party. Yeah, I think so. Guru seems like a very early role. Yeah. Just also present, but like most of these, you would kind of call video ball in pictures you could tell because of her big face on the poster <laughs> yes um, you can tell because she's very prominent on the poster of these movies yeah and there's a few here that i don't know but some of them seem to be shorts some of them yeah she does a few shorts eh and other languages too mm-hmm. so uh she Consistently acts two or three movies a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe one or two movies a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking at the kind of the years now, it's like one or two. But consistently... She's the main character. Yeah, consistently she's the lead. Which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially for a female actress in Bollywood. But I would also say a female actress anywhere. Yes, I agree. Um, I'm trying to think of any Hollywood analogs. Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock might be a better comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she did a lot more rom-coms. Yeah. But they're always Sandra Bullock pictures. Yeah. And it's usually with some guy. Mm-hmm. Or think about this. And, she, and Sandra Bullock also kind of goes between uh, comedy and drama. So he, the, well. these are her latest pictures. Bullet Train, important side character. Okay, yeah. Gravity. Yeah. Main character. Bird Box, main yeah. character. Ocean's Eight, she's the main in a, she's main the in main. an ensemble. Yeah. Proposal, main character. Speed girlfriend character for um, uh, Keanu Reeves, but also like important character. Yeah, she's the lead. Uh, the Lost City, mm-hmm. lead. The Blind Side, mm-hmm. lead. Miss Congeniality, lead. Um, Crash Ensemble, this is by popularity. Yeah. Uh, Practical Magic Ensemble, The Heat. Yeah. Tie between her and Melissa McCarthy, but like, mm-hmm. again, lead. I would say she has. Demolition Man, not lead, but <laughs> no. early film. I would say Sandra Bullock is a bit more. I mean, I do agree with you, but I think she's a bit more comedic. Yeah. Uh, Video Balan can be comedic too. Yeah, video, and, but that's what I was going to say is Video Balan, uh, she, like, she can do anything to quote mm-hmm. Arkan Khan, right? Yeah. Like, but she, she had, like, Sandra Bullock had an amazing run. Yes, yes, just, yeah. I still like Sandra Bullock. I think that's my comparison, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. there are usually, slow down, but one or, um, every other year or so, a Sandra Bullock picture featuring Sandra Bullock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, uh, I mean, we, we've talked a lot about how, you know, like, women's pictures, quote unquote, you know, are kind, can often be treated secondary in Bollywood, um, they, but they can often be treated secondary in Hollywood. And But all those ones I listed, huge earners. Yeah. And Vidya Balan continues, uh, you know, to kind of, she's in her mid-40s, which is by no means uh, old, but, you know, the way that... For actresses, yeah. The way that the film industry treats actresses, and she continues to be uh, just kind of, yeah, like, leading Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to kind of playing more supporting characters, which is not to say that she never plays a supporting character. Obviously, Mission Mangal is a bit of a, is a supporting role. But, um, like, but that film is also very much an ensemble. It doesn't seem like she's heading down the Dimple Kapadia road. Like, yeah. you know, important actress from back in the day who we bring in for a tenant, a patan. Yeah. 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 She's still, to me, she, she's still the boss. She still seems like the front runner of kind of... Um, 
yeah um kind of i don't want to say like women's pictures in bollywood but just kind of like she she's the main character she's yeah she's the main character of of the majority of the films yeah um that at she, least in the past 10 years in. or so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and who did you say is the new video Balan? Sanya Malhotra. Sanya Malhotra. <laughs> Sanya Malhotra, you know. I think Sanya Malhotra has the potential to be like the next generation video Balan. Because she's doing. She uh, does comedy and drama. Yeah. Um, obviously, she does some supporting uh, performances, but she's also done a you know a fair amount of films where she's the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I think I think I can also see overlap just in terms of talent right like mm-hmm. just like this is what i've been trying to say is video balan has so much range yes. you know for in a year to have sherney and shakuntala Devi, mm-hmm. we're gonna get to that with we have bobby jesus niat and we have connie in the back of our minds those mm-hmm. are three completely different performances in films that are in very different modes and require very different things from their lead actress and she just nails all three of them. I think the fact that she can do comedy because yeah. Alia Bhatt would be, I would say, the leading actress but she's still doing girf- girlfriend roles in Brahmastra. Yeah. Um, and she can't really do comedy very well. As really? we saw in Shandar. No, I think Alia Bhatt's a great comedian. Uh, she's Shania. I don't think... <laughs> Like, Shandar is, I think, her only role where she's expected to be, like, fully comedic the whole time. There's stuff in, like, Dear Zindagi that's funny. Sure, like, well, it's a rom-com, though. There's a okay, difference between right. comedy and a rom-com. Okay. And I don't know if... I mean... I'm, well, I call... I'm not criticizing Elliot Bot here. I think she's an amazing actress. Yeah. But she does have projects formed around her, too. Yeah. Since the video ball on has extra layers that I don't think that Elliot Bot is as good mm. at doing. That's fair. I, I mean, again, like, we don't want to just compare start a war here yeah well we don't want to compare this handy language film actress to that handy language film actress just because they are handy language film actors but i'm trying to think of ones who have you know movies made around them as the star yeah and senya malhotra does that and so does alibot to Mm -hmm. great extents Mm -hmm. alibot has worked with amazing directors Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i just think it's i think it's notable um, the filmography that Vidya Balan continues to to build. I think mm-hmm. it is it is a unique one. She's been nominated for 17 Filmfare Awards. Nice. And she's won seven. Wow. <laughs> she's won seven of them, Matt. That's pretty good. Uh, she also has a National Film Award. So I just, you know, like, I don't think anyone is going to argue about Video Balan being a fantastic actress. <laughs> I would say like, that Tabu is probably age-wise closer to Video Balan, but yeah. she's also she's in a lot more supporting roles. Yeah, she's not usually the main character. She's like a femme fatale or you know a ghost, mm-hmm. uh, a cop. Lo- we, we love Tabu. Yeah. Um, you know, looking forward to catching up with her latest one that's on Netflix. But you know. Anyways. She's a cop in Bola. She's a cop in Drishim. Kuti, we didn't see. Kufia, we do want to see. Yeah. Yeah, that's the new one. But yeah. Ghost. Um, Jawani Johnnyman. That must have been age appropriate girlfriend. (laughs) That never happens. (laughs) Okay. Are we ready to get into talking about these two films? Yes. We talked a little bit about contemporaries. Yes. But let's talk about these. Um, so first up, we have Bobby Justice. I think this might be the very first time I ever saw Fadia Balan. Because this was, would have been when you were at work. This, yeah, this is when I first started watching Bollywood films. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, yeah, I've kept this film, like I just, this was such a intrigue, like interesting film when I first saw it, of just kind of this like feisty young female detective movie mm-hmm. um, that I've been keen to return to it. Not because I like remember it being the greatest movie in the world, but just because I remember like Video Balan's performance it was the first time I saw her. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of the themes of the film being really enjoyable, you know, mm-hmm. and really entertaining. 
So as I said, came out in 2014, directed by Samar Sheikh, and it stars Vidya Balan, obviously, Ali Fazal, Arjan Bajwa, Kiran Kumar, Rajendra Gupta, Supriya Pathak, and Tanvi Asmi. Do you want to set up the plot for us, Matt? Now, I remember when we were watching this, I can't say I remember her playing a Muslim character that often, so this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, set in Hyderabad. Yeah, set in Hyderabad in the old town. And uh, Bobby... Real name Bilkis uh, is a young woman in a family of daughters, basically. Mm-hmm. And her father is disappointed that she hasn't been able to get married. She's kind of a tomboy type, uh, and she likes to go out and play detective. Um, and I'd say that she's mostly solving like, okay, girl crimes. <laughs> like she's sure. she's been hired to keep an eye on various guys and girls and see if they're like suitable for marriage mm-hmm. so it's the sort of things that kind of make sense for that um, she's especially keeping track of this one guy Lala who kind of hot actually but <laughs> sort of a criminal um, she uses lots of disguises in her work mm-hmm. uh, but she wants to be a real detective so she applies at this detective agency again uh, wearing a hijab uh, and the guy there is like, no, Bobby Jesus, no. Her name's not Bobby Jesus. Jesus just means detective. But she's yeah. like, Bobby, get the hell out of here. Yeah. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to start my own detective agency literally across the street. I and I will a burka, bury you. actually. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. a burka. Full burka, but you could see her Chuck Taylor sticking. Yeah. Um, but she's like, I'll bury you. I'll have my own detective agency. Yeah. And she does. She starts her own detective agency out of a... Um, uh, internet cafe, her buddy there, um, kind of a gay stereotype, but you know, gay yeah. best friend. You kind of see that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gets hired by this weird rich guy <laughs> who wants her to track down various uh, people yeah. in town based on physical characteristics. So one has a uh, birthmark on their hand, mm-hmm. one of them has a birthmark on their arm, and one of them is missing a toe. Mm-hmm. So she and she just says the name and then this distinguishing feature. Yeah, but she also gets paid lots of money. Yeah, it which, helps her build her detective agency. Yeah, but it doesn't help her get her father's respect. <laughs> no. um, so she gets uh, going on some elaborate schemes to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I was thinking she should have done a casting call, um, and then she does. And then she does. So yeah. I was like, ah, good movies paying attention to my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she's got Ali Fazal, who's a guy that she's been kind of working with on yeah. uh, getting out of marriage proposals because he doesn't want to get married. Um, so, yeah. Well, and of course, these two characters who are keeping pulled together into various situations who don't want to get married. It's almost as if <laughs> he wanted to marry her the whole time but didn't know. Yeah, he's, he's the love interest. Because I did call this a romantic comedy, which, yeah. I mean... Like it it's gets a, there. It's it ends a, with a wedding. It does. It's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of different things working together. Yeah, this movie like, moves at quite the clip. Yeah. Like it has the detective angle, but it's not like a mystery in the sense that you're sitting there following along trying to solve it yourself. You're just no, kind of it's not Kahani. No, you're just kind of along on the adventure with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it has all that. And then it has like the family drama aspect. And it has this love story. Like it's juggling all these things and I think manages to juggle them all fairly fairly well balance them out Um, it's pretty good yeah yeah it's an uh, an enjoyable movie I won't think about ever again no I yeah I I think like it's a bit of a it's a bit of a lark Mm -hmm. like you know it's it's not it's just kind of you know what they call a time pass you know you watch it it's enjoyable but and it does have I think some really strong themes about you know like because about being a detective about being a detective because like it is very important for bobby that she wants her own career she wants her own job she She doesn't just want to get married yeah she wants her own life even though her father thinks that like the only thing that she that she's the only reason she's valuable is to get married he will not even talk to her he has to say can you tell your daughter this yeah yeah classic dad dickhead move yeah and you know when she brings home some of the money that she makes and she wants to contribute to the household he is not interested it's her job and so Mm. it should be her money which is just kind of a way of shutting down her aspirations and a big part of why Ali Fazal throughout the film reveals himself as to kind of be uh, a good partner for her is because he 
values this in her. Well, he's hired her. Yeah, exactly. He's hired her and he values that, you know, she is this strong, independent career woman. Mm -hmm. So I think ultimately kind of the, the feminist angles of this film, what it has to say about gender and what it has to say about, um, you know, women, women having it all right. Like you can Mm -hmm. fall in love and also, you know, be a detective, uh, be a detective, but also be a career woman. And you can kind of like, I don't necessarily think the movie is like saying, Oh, women have it all, but just like ultimately getting to a place where a woman, uh, you know, doesn't have to sacrifice her traditional values for her aspirations. Like it's all very simple. I liked her outfit. They're very well colorful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what? You don't want to talk about the the feminist themes. You just want to go to. Her I mean. Clothes. I mean. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all there, but I don't think it really challenges anything. I. No. No. That. I mean, yeah. It is by no means a challenging film. It's just a fun watch. And mm-hmm. honestly, I I think it would be. It, I mean, it is a bit of a forgettable film, even though, like, I remember having seen it in 2014 and kind of always thought it would be interesting to revisit. But she just... Balan gives such a strong performance at the center of it. Yeah. She's really engaging. I think one of her voices is really weird and annoying. Oh, one of the, like, disguise... One of her disguises voices? Yeah, when she's being, like, a big-shot producer. Okay. She has this weird voice. Yeah. And she has funny teeth as a tarot card reader or a hand palmistry person. She gets to do a lot of fun disguises. Lots of business. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun disguises. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, I like like the editing. Lots of stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Um, The side characters are fine. I guess I didn't really get a lot out of the sisters. Uh, she's got this aunt who yeah. she's the one who hired her to look into this Lala yeah. gentleman. Yeah, Tanvi Asmi. Yeah, but like not a lot else. The mom's not that exciting. Well, I would say like the central, like the central case that she's on. I think ultimately you don't really get all that invested in solving yeah. it. Well, like because it's, it's so mysterious, and yeah. she's told not to f- name names or know anything. Yeah. Which is weird. Look into your clients if you're a detective because they're probably going to try and backstab you. That's what happens in every detective. Yes. As much as I think it's fun that, like, the film is kind of balancing, you know, all of these, like, the family stuff and the the romance and her, her job, I think it does a good job of balancing all these things. However, it never really fully develops any of them. Yeah. Right? So, like... It's spinning all these plates, and it's managing to keep them on the air. It doesn't really drop one. However, by spinning all these plates, you're never really invested in any one of them. Yeah, and I mean, it's... I hesitate to say it, but I feel like murder is more interesting Mm. than kind of, like, find people. Right. Like, there's more at stake. Because I think you know... You know, you know immediately this client is weird. Yeah. And she should probably do some due diligence. But I think you also know the entire time that, like, this is a very light, upbeat, lighthearted film. There's not going to be any real kind of darkness. Well, I'm thinking now about, uh, is it Cathal? A jackfruit mystery? Yeah. Which starts off as, who stole the jackfruit? And who is the star of Cathal, Matt? Sonia Mahotra. Who then uncovers a... a you know, a, a human trafficking ring. Yeah. <laughs> like that's one where the mystery kind of, you know, has mission creep it, and I expands th- way too big. I think the comparison between Sanya Mahotra and Vidya Balan is also on my mind because like they were in a movie together <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they were both very good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it remains comfortably low key. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I was, like I said, I was looking forward to revisiting this, but I didn't I didn't necessarily think there was a ton of substance there, but not that the film is without substance. You know, I, I do think yeah. the themes are really, are really, val- I, like, the themes are earned. I think they're really important. However... They're resolved very quickly. They're resolved very quickly. And also, like, it's preaching to the choir, right? Like, yeah. you know, we... We are, you and I are already, you know... Pro-female detective. <laughs> yeah, like, we're already feminist, and so... Not that, like... 
thought that every film needs to convince its audience of, well, this of one, its central tenets, but, you know, like, we're know. already on board with everything. I don't think this one is trying to convince us. It's no. just like her dad is just an obstacle. Yeah. But, like, we're on board the Bobby Jasper's train when she's dressed up as an old Muslim guy. It's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. She's running around getting into hijinks. We mm-hmm. like that. It has a couple songs. Yeah. Um, kind of a fun... Um, fun song early on with everyone kind of dancing around in the village when she gets her first paycheck well it's not a village yeah. it's a huge city sorry um, when she gets her first paycheck and has a neighborhood yeah. that's what I meant to say yeah um, what did you think of her chemistry with Ali Fazal yeah, I know he's kind of well this is what I'm saying he's okay this is what I'm saying about the spinning plates like I like all the things it's doing it's really enjoyable but nothing shines I think ultimately like nothing stands out mm-hmm. yeah so it's just kind of like a nice enjoyable movie at the end of the day I would have liked this better if she was a kid detective okay like Jagged okay. Jesus or the kid detective got it got it alright cause she's kind of doing like kid crimes <laughs> okay anyway. uh, are you ready for interval yeah we're gonna play the song Sweetie yeah. from this movie it's the, it's the end title song yeah. it's like the wedding song it's cute So next up we have this year's Niat, which means motive. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was directed by Anu Menon, who also directed Shakuntala Devi. Mm-hmm. Um, one of two Shakuntala Devi pictures I've seen. <laughs> the other one being Circus? Yeah. I really don't think that counts, but okay. They dragged her into that. <laughs> poor old Shakuntala Devi gets roped into that thing for no reason. Right. Uh, but Niat stars Vidya Balan again, Ram Kapoor. Always love to see Ram Kapoor. Mm-hmm. Rahul Bose, always love to see Rahul Bose. This is a great cast. Yeah, lots of good character actors. Yeah. Deepanita Sharma, Niraj Kabi, Amrita Puri, Shashank Arora. Actually, I could have used more Shashank Arora. Yeah. Uh, Prajakta Kohli and Shafali Shah mm-hmm. in a kind of friendly, I guess. Yes, it's not. It's no longer the year of Shafali Shah. It's probably the year of Shah Rukh Khan. Um, he was doing. He hasn't had a good year in a while. <laughs> and we knew that Shafali Shah uh, was going to show up because she was thanked in the opening, uh, in the opening titles. Uh, but quite a moment when Shafali Shah's cameo she vapes uh, happens. That was uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So this film came out earlier this year. It's streaming now on Amazon Prime. Um, the plot is, you know, I think at the top of the show, I compared it a bit to like an Agatha Christie premise. So like, and then there were none, mm-hmm. which has some pretty racist titles. There's some other bad titles yeah, for it. Yeah, there's some other bad titles. But also Gunam, yeah. which is a pretty cool movie Yeah. Uh, that I wish this was more like. That's fair. That's fair. So the premise is... Uh, pretty, I think, kind of standard for this kind of uh, mystery detective story. What if I told you that if I was a rich guy who had a mansion, uh-huh. I would simply not invite a bunch of people over. I would probably have no people Fair. over for fear of being murdered in my mansion. So Ram Kapoor is like a very rich industrialist and very corrupt. Mm-hmm. And so it's his birthday. So he invites all of his friends, his girlfriend, his son, the people closest to him in life to this manor in Scotland. Leeches, they're called. Yes. Uh, and when you believe it, Matt, uh, a storm breaks out, all the staff leave, and everyone is stranded at this secluded manor in Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. And just as kind of they're getting the birthday party started, Vidya Balan shows up and it turns out that she is a police officer from Scotland Yard. No, she's not from Scotland Yard. Her colleagues. Oh, yeah. She's she's from the CBI. Yeah. She's from India. um, And she's supposed to be meeting her colleagues from Scotland Yard there. Um, But she's from India because Ram Kapoor has decided to uh, essentially turn himself in. And so she is there to arrange his extradition back to 
India. For his various crimes, which have... I think they said at some point that he hasn't paid his employees for, like, 18 months. Yeah, I'm not too Rebel sure. Rebel says that, and there's been, like, seven employees who've killed themselves over this. Like, eight, I eight, believe. Eight, yeah. Yeah. But, like, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, he's not, he's not a good person. None of these leeches are good people. Um, and everyone has a motive to kill him. Mm-hmm. And when he ends up dead at the party, it is up to Vidya Balan as the only one not a part of this inner circle to investigate the murder. And Balan's character, like, she's very soft-spoken, she's very awkward, she's potentially shown as being on the spectrum, and she She's a genius for facts and figures and knows all these chemicals and things. Exactly. She's incredibly observant, she has, like, a photographic memory, and so she's not a charismatic person at all, she's Mm -hmm. incredibly awkward and anxious, but she... She won't even take her jacket (laughs) off, and she says it's because she hates the cold. Yeah, but But she can easily tell if people are lying you know and she's observant she picks up on people's Mm -hmm. allergies and people's illness and on everyone's kind of hidden like this is a film where everyone has a secret i think she gets knocked out four times as well (laughs) so by the end of this crazy night she's probably got a concussion yeah yeah now i will say um i think this film is fairly predictable Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who called 30 seconds in what was going to happen? Yes, you did. Me, I did. But I think it's just because you kind of know how these kinds of, uh, like, what would be a good twist on this kind of mystery. Yeah. And I would say... I've also seen the movie Glass Onion. Yeah. <laughs> which this true. is very similar to. That's true. This is very similar to Glass Onion. It's not as, like, operatic, I guess, as Glass Onion. More campy. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's again, it's like everyone comes together in a secluded house for um, a birthday party and someone ends up dead and, Mm -hmm. you know, and every, again, every character has a secret, every character has their motive and figuring out, you know, who did it, um, more bodies show up throughout uh, the party, kind of, you know, similar to Gunam. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this kind of, like, regardless of the predictability, uh, there were there were definitely some things that like there are multiple twists mm-hmm. and there are some things that did kind of surprise surprise me and catch me off guard and then after one twist it, you kind of could figure out where it was going and so like it kind of lays a framework for like this is a twist movie yeah there's going to be a bunch of twists exactly but I think it's really I I thought this was really well executed mm-hmm. and I don't know it was just like an enjoyable film to watch all of, like, some of our favorite character actors all find themselves in this, you know, this uh, secluded manor in Scotland and just kind of bounce off of one another. Yeah. Of note, Scotland Yard does not have jurisdiction in Scotland. Yes. <laughs> it may seem like they do, but that's just the name of the building. Yeah. Um, would you watch another Mira Rao adventure? Yes. I think I would. I would, too, yeah. She's, she's an interesting character, very soft-spoken, but, you know... There's a bunch of big personalities bouncing around, and she can kind of call them all into yeah. a room and say who did what. Yeah. So I thought Rahul Bose was giving a great performance as a over-the-top <laughs> dickhead. Yeah. He was doing a good job. Yeah, his character is bisexual, and I think at first he seems a bit like a caricature. Mm-hmm. But then over the course of the film, I think they... I, I I grew to like his not necessarily grew to like his character you don't like any of these characters these are all awful people yeah um, but I grew to like his performance his outbursts yeah and it was fun to I just like kind his of, suit too like he gets to go really big yeah uh, I think in a really enjoyable way and we always like Ram Kapoor Ram Kapoor yes. I think is one of our guys I really like Ram Kapoor and he was so I good think, in Jubilee he was good in this like yeah. anytime where he could play a sort of corrupt rich guy yeah he's perfect at it yeah and it was good to see uh amrita puri mm-hmm. um who she plays his assistant yeah um she's a really fun character and i haven't like i remember her from aisha mm-hmm. but i feel like i haven't seen her in a while um and yeah i thought she was really really fun like everyone everyone here is having a fun time i think uh, that this would be this kind of movie would probably be the funnest thing ever to make. Yes. Because you're typically taken somewhere on vacation in addition to working. Yeah. And then you have to play over the top dickheads. Yeah. Like, it's probably, 
you know how Adam Sandler is just like, oh, I'll make uh, Grown Ups and I'll take my buddies on vacation mm-hmm. and we'll make a movie? Yeah. This is basically that. Yeah. Like, Ryan Johnson does it with Glass Onion and uh, Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Knives Out wasn't really in a very exotic location, but Glass Onion was. Yeah. And this is just a fun experience for everyone involved. Yeah, and I think kind of the way that the, the plots and everyone's secrets reveals themselves is very satisfying. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I mean, like... Sure, you called, like, some of the twists at the top of the film, but I don't think you called every twist that happens throughout the film. I called a lot of them. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I, I would say you called two of the You called ones. a few, too. Yeah. 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 Um, but there's enough twists that you're happy enough to keep watching. Like, it's not well, yeah. all dependent on one or two. And I think that's also one of the... Like, I think that's one of the reasons why people keep reading and watching these kinds of mysteries like they are formulaic mm-hmm. um you know like again at, like Agatha Christie Christie, wrote so many books she wrote so many books like there is a certain formula to it mm-hmm. um and you can kind of you can kind of tell where things are going based on kind of how different characters are presented and just kind of like precedent for you know kind of what happens in these kind of stories. But I think that's part of the fun. Like part Mm -hmm. of the fun is just like these different, interesting, awful characters Mm -hmm. that you kind of hate, but seeing these actors that you really like in these characters that you kind of hate and going along for the ride. I know we've had conversations in the past about um, whether or not a horror film is good or bad based on how much it scares you and I don't or at least tries to yeah and I don't want to have that conversation again but do you think that a mystery like a murder mystery um or or like a twisty mystery maybe it doesn't have to have a murder but do you think its quality is based on like whether or not it's able to fool you so I have conflicting opinions on this I like it because obviously the Columbo structure where you know who the murderer is from the beginning is also one that you like which this isn't no this isn't i like it better when the movie doesn't like where it gives you all the clues and you could conceivably figure it out yourself Mm. and this basically does i think it does yeah i think it lays all the groundwork yeah yeah for a while there there's no twist that feels or reveal or anything that feels totally unearned. I think it lays the groundwork for absolutely everything. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a few little bits of stuff that people is able to do that seems kind of elaborate, but mm-hmm. once you learn more about that character and once uh, Vidya Balan kind of catches herself up on it, yeah. you're kind of like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I, I think it plays fair. Yeah. It's not like... Um, Badla? Yeah. Yeah. That like that had some twists in it, but there was also some really stupid leaps in logic. Yeah. That uh, like, is it a twist if it's just a, the dumbest thing ever? And yeah. like, yeah, this didn't do that. Um, I think I enjoyed it, but yeah, um, I prefer it when like there's a chance that you could conceivably figure it out yourself. Yeah, which I think this film gives you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and think- and I, I agree with you. For me, logic is a bit is is a bit more important than did it fool me yeah you know yeah but like that's what you always want with these sort of formulaic things yeah is to be swept away mm-hmm. right like that's why i'm disappointed by movies the horror movies that are just wouldn't even scare like a baby right, <laughs> right like right if you're not even going to try and be scary at all mm-hmm. why make, just make some other kind of movie mm-hmm. no one's forcing you to make a horror movie yeah and with a mystery like try and sketch together like a mystery that holds up and like if you thought about it later like yeah you know that all checks out yeah like that way that like, you're you're not breaking uh i don't know if this word makes sense again but ludo narrative dissonance okay remember that i brought that no. up a few episodes ago Did but you? it's uh it's the sensation in video games where the story doesn't right. match the gameplay right so like when you're playing uncharted and you're killing 200 mm-hmm. people and then you're supposed to think that the main guy's still like a charming rogue like yeah. no he's a mass murderer that that sort of story break in mm-hmm. movies you know it doesn't work mm-hmm. and this one yeah i think it works between this and uh, Shaka and Taladevi, I'm interested to see what Anu Menon is going to do next. Yeah. Uh, she also directed this film, Waiting, 
uh, with Kalki Copeland that uh, I never saw, but I kind of always I'd, I'd had wanted to check it out. Um, and so I think I think she she could be an interesting director, one to watch. Well, there was a lot of very obvious directorial flourishes, but I was not mm-hmm. liking it. It was just like, oh, oh no, split you split diopter. You love a split diopter. Yeah, I forgot to, to bring that up. You love a split. Diopter. I love a split diopter, but also there were some parts where you know it's using that sort of like um, the Brian De Palma split Brian screen. De Palma yeah. split screen. But literally, the two characters are standing apart from each other. Like, you could just shoot that as a normal scene. But it's just like... But it, it keeps it's fun. it... Like it... And it keeps it cohesive to how those search scenes are set up yeah. elsewhere. It's kind of like a little joke. Yeah. Yeah. And it just... It feels like Anu Menon, like, she knows kind of the conventions of this kind of mystery thriller. Mm-hmm. And it feels like she's playing with them and utilizing them. And I think like a fun and knowledgeable way. Like the fact that you got to point at the screen, you are like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme whenever there's a split diopter. You love pointing at the screen and being like, split diopter. It's fun. But it was always being used, like in this film, it's always being used. Um, Do you want to explain what a split diopter is for people? Sure. Well, you have to understand what being in focus means. Yeah. (laughs) So usually when you're watching a movie, the focus is pulled based on what you're supposed to be seeing. Yeah. So, like, if, if it's us standing at this table, the big wall of booze next to us <laughs> oh my God. is not going to be in focus because that's not what's the important part of the scene. It's us. Yeah. But if you want to have two things be focused on at the same time, yeah. there's a technique called a split diopter, most notably used in Brian De Palma movies. Yeah. I think <laughs> hit the Spielberg in Jaws, I think they did a couple times. Maybe. Um, maybe. I know they do the... Um, they do the pure cinema. Um, dolly goes in yeah, and zoom. focus goes out. Yeah. What is that called? A rack zoom? I think so. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a way to show two things being important at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's often used for like someone in the foreground looking and then you could see someone in the background looking at them or doing something else. It's to show that two things are happening at the same time, which movies are, oddly enough, not that Dolly great at doing. Zoom, not a Dolly Zoom. Dolly yeah. Zoom. But movies are, oddly enough, not that great at doing that because they have to focus. Yeah. Um, and you can focus on everything, but then the audience doesn't know exactly what they should be looking at. Yeah. You get that in, like, big war movies or something where you're seeing a bunch of people fighting, mm-hmm. but then you don't have a central character. This allows you to have a central character and something else happening in the background. Yeah, and it's and great so, for mysteries because you could see yes. someone doing something off in the distance that seems suspicious, but also our main character looking around doing something else. Yeah, so we'll often have someone in the foreground and someone in the background, and they're both in focus. Yeah. And so it kind of, as, as, as you watch the film as an audience member, it kind of trains you to pay attention to both of those things. Yeah. And I or think, an important piece of set dressing in the background. Yeah. Like, oh, that picture is going to be important. Throughout the film, Menon is using um, like the split diopter or the split screen. Like she's using these techniques to show you both um, Mira Rao, Video Balance characters, to show you both her investigating things and what is going on with the suspects. Yeah, because they're so, usually doing something nefarious in the background. Yeah, and so I think... Because like, that's the other thing is that all these people are very dumb. Yes. Which is one of the most charming pieces of it. And later on when some other people show up and they're like, ah, you guys are idiots, hey? Yeah. Very... That That's another sort of rich people being stupid. You love to see that. And I would say, like, these kinds of tricks, this kind of visual language is, um, you know, it's it's tried and tested as far as, you know thrillers and mysteries go mm-hmm. but Menon uses them in a really effective way like she clearly understands uh these these cinematic techniques mm-hmm. and i think is using them well and that is part of why i ultimately like really enjoyed this film because i didn't think you know it wasn't just kind of this interesting story it wasn't just these fun performances i think it had a lot of interesting directing Okay, why is Vidya Balan always portrayed as a genius? Okay. Kahani, genius. Shirney, I think, Yeah. pretty genius. Shirney might be my favorite performance of hers. It is, but like yeah. she's always a professional in her field. Right. Like Bobby Jessers, she's working Tamari Sulu, which you haven't seen. She's a bit more of an amateur. 
Okay, Mission Mongol works for okay, Indian NASA. Like, but that's that film is about being rocket scientists. Yeah, Jalsa, head journalist. Yeah. Um, dirty picture. <laughs> no, but like dirty picture. She's not smart. What is it about her that we always just assume that she's the smartest person in the room? I think Shakatella Devi, obviously, yes. is kind of the er example. Yeah. Of Again, you haven't seen Tamari Sulu, I would say, because she's more of like a housewife in that turned radio host. Begum John, badass gangster, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like is gangster this also slash pa- slash like head of a brothel, but yeah. yeah. But this is also part of it, like for some reason, because of her extensive filmography and that she's good at acting and we like her, etc. Yeah. But like we always take her seriously. She's always, like, yeah. the smartest person in the room, most powerful. She has high status. Yeah, she certainly, I think, um, when she's on screen, there's a confidence to her her performances. Mm-hmm. I would also say, like, it's interesting to watch movies about interesting people. It's yeah, interesting it to watch movies about smart people. And because, as we already discussed, you know, she is often the lead yeah. in her films, but um, in addition to that, she's also high status. Um, Video Balan's like screen presence, yeah, and her filmography. Again, it's centered on female-led films, yeah. And I think in terms of uh, the themes and and kind of what she's articulating across this body of work um, is the complexity of women right Mm -hmm. like she plays a lot of and that's what i was going to get to with kind of talking about this performance kahani and bobby jasus she plays a wide range of complex women yeah who the thing that defines them with the exception of maybe the dirty picture is is their brain it's Mm -hmm. not their looks Mm -hmm. um it's their competency it's their confidence uh, you know, and I think that's that's part of why her filmography is so compelling. Mm-hmm. You know, because really the only film I can point to that is about like how hot she is, and she is hot, is the Dirty Picture. Mm-hmm. But even there, you know, like that's a very complex character. I just think it's her screen persona is very interesting. It's based on female competence, yeah, and being not like. I think, I think her screen persona is one that appeals to women. Yes. Yeah. 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 And she's not often like a housewife who has to, you know, get around her abusive husband and like, she's the main character, but her life is shitty. Yeah. Usually like it's aspirational what she's yeah. doing. Well, so. Even in something like Sherney. Yeah. Yeah. In Sherney, like she's again a very important con- conservationist, yeah. and she has to make important decisions, and she has an interesting job. <laughs> Do you have a favorite performance of hers? Probably Sherney. No, I agree. Uh, the Dirty I, Picture is great. We watched that so long great. ago, though. I would want to watch it again. Actually. I love her performance in Kahani as well. Ishkia um, is one where she is kind of an underdog and sort of low status, but mm-hmm. also she's the femme fatale, so she's kind of kind of stuck yeah. from somewhere. Yeah. 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 Um, this I always like her. Me too. I don't think I've seen a movie... Don't always love the movie, but I always love her. This performance I don't think is as... Um, it's not as fun as Bobby Jassus or like Shakuntala Devi. I don't think it's ultimately as compelling because she kind of has to play the straight man mm-hmm. around all of these kind of colorful and eccentric characters. Yeah. However, she herself, I think, you know, I think she does a good job of kind of bringing out that um i mean i think her the way her character is presented i think we're supposed to assume kind of like sherlock in mm-hmm. benedict cumberbatch sherlock that she's a bit like on the spectrum like she's not yeah. necessarily rude to people but she's she is awkward in a way that to me comes across as neurodivergent yes she's not uh, she's not great with people no um and i think kind of the way but she, when you learn more about her, yeah, and you realize what she knows, yeah, she doesn't want. She doesn't like anybody. And I people. think the way she, um, the kind of the dichotomy between her and this kind of privileged group of people who you know are all hiding things, I think is really, I think is really compelling. Anyways, I think people should um, catch up with this film. Uh, I think people should catch up with both of these films. Like mm-hmm. you know. 
I don't think either of them are going to stand out as like anyone's favorite video Milan performances. Kahani's definitely the best one. Or yeah, or anyone's favorite, um, or anyone's favorite kind of mysteries. Bollywood mysteries. Yeah. Um, but I think I think there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in Nia, and I think if you like that cast, um, you're gonna have a lot of fun with it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Bobby Jasus is just like a really it's a it's a romp, but it's it's a nice romp. It's one to show your kids. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It, it, it is an easy. It's like a Nancy Drew kind of. Well, yeah, it's an easy family movie for yeah. sure. It's 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 a movie that kind of everyone can kind of gather around the TV and enjoy. Yeah. You liked both of these. I think we both liked Niat a bit more. Yeah. They're both decent. Yeah. Niat has more going on with it, I think, in terms of storytelling and filmmaking. And it's not one where the mystery gets too stupid to hold itself together. Like yeah. it. It's and I think, eternally consistent throughout. I think we also like, you know, just like a lot of these performances in Nia. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what are we right. doing next time? I know what we're doing next time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we have hit 2 million downloads. Thank you. To yeah. The one that's person, my mom, mom yeah, who downloaded the uh, 2 million times. Thank you. Uh, so to celebrate, our last episode of the year uh, is going to be us kind of uh, discussing about... Two million apologies. Two million apologies. Yeah, we want to we wanna take a look back a bit and talk about... Um, the, reflect on this show and kind of stuff that we maybe misunderstood or got wrong when you know, we first... You we're going to have to listen to that first episode. <laughs> when we first started out um, the show. And so, like, I don't know, it might be a bit of, like, a meta episode, just a chance for us to... Um, to talk about kind of, yeah, like things we misunderstood at first, kind of surprises about the direction of the show. We're just going to reflect. This is a reflection episode. If you've listened I, I don't this know how far, to explain it. Do you if, know? You, if you've listened this far, please send along your thoughts. Okay. I think it's safe to do so at the 57-minute mark to okay. get people to email us their thoughts and Well, things. it's probably not 57 minutes because we've cut things out. But. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. We thought we were going to have a completely audi different audience than we did. We'll get into this in that episode, but, like, the show as it is now yeah. is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's really interesting and we should talk about it. And we want, we want, we want the opportunity to admit stuff we were wrong about. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to have to listen to that right. first episode, which is one of our most highly downloaded. Yeah. And I know this bothers you. Yeah. I okay. think we could swap it out. But, right. uh, yeah. Um, in the meantime, Matt, how can people cook the show? Why on X.com, of course. Everyone's favorite social media platform. Yeah. I think it's at Bollywood Pod. Yeah, we're at Bollywood Pod. We're also there in person, but. Bollywood is for lovers.tumblr.com. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Bollywood is for lovers. You are at Matt Bowes. Yeah. Is it there's at no, Matt underscore B O W E S. Yeah, there's no I check it once a week. Okay. I am at Erin E. Fraser, E R N E F R A S E R. Uh, if you're a fan of the show. We're on Blue Sky too. Just look yeah. up the name of the podcast. If you're a fan of the show, please leave us a star rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice. Um, we like to read those out on air when we do get them. Uh, and then you can get some biffle points. We would like to thank Becca Dalkey for our artwork. Yeah. Do you know who would be really good at solving a mystery? Tuffy. Yeah. Yeah, I would like, I, I agree. I would like Detective Tuffy. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a movie. Thank you.